He who finds the grail must face the final challenge. What final challenge? Three devices of such lethal cunning. Booby traps? Oh, yes. But I found the clues that will safely take us through in the Chronicles of St. Ansel. Well, what are they? Can't you remember? I wrote them down in my diary so that I wouldn't have to remember. Half the German army's on our tail, and you want me to go to Berlin? Into the lion's den? Yes. The only thing that matters is the grail. Jesus Christ. That's for blasphemy. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weekend beat covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 222, Deuces Wild of the Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolchai, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, the man who is back in the saddle again, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who was crunching a lot last week on our podcast. Listeners probably didn't hear it because I took it all out, but he can't click anymore. Well, he can't. He brought his mouse, but he is in the Sith Lair, Mr. Les's. It's a little tight in here, buddy. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. I don't think she says that. Well, based off of the track record of she and how much she has done, I, I don't think so. Who are we talking about? The she. The, the, that's what she said. It's one person. Oh, you're saying that there's a generalized she. No, yeah, that, I'd like well, to meet this she. I don't think I would. I don't know. That is, she has been around the block. You know what, though? Those are the fun ones, man. That's a thing. Hey. <laughs> no, no, sounds, no, but I mean like every single block known to man. But like, it sounds more like something marathons around the same block. Say. It, that's, that's the point, King Tom. That's what I was leaving it out there for. Well, it's really tight in there? Yeah. Not if she's by herself. <laughs> but I agree with Eric, too. Whoever she is, is probably fun. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with the fun ones. Nothing, Nothing wrong with that man. Please say hello to Mr. King Tom Chansky. Felt like I was doing the dating game. Please welcome. <laughs> Mr. Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? I'll be back in two and two. Oh, although that that array. was the other one. That wasn't was the it? that was love connection. Yeah, well done though. Well Thank done. You. The man I call El Hombre, the man, the myth, the legend, the guitar hero, Mr. Eric Strathers. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm great, man. I I was kind of teetering on the the brink, wondering where that was headed, but yeah. I'm awesome, yeah. and I'm just super super stoked. To have the whole gang back together today. Yeah, this is fun. Last week was my birthday and I had nobody else in here with me. I felt lonely. But now 
I got these two fine gentlemen, a pad of paper, <laughs> air in my lungs. What movie? Air in my lungs. Titanic. Come on, man. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. You gotta, How's everybody doing? Eric, I'm starting with you. How are you doing on election Wednesday? Man, I'm great. I'm just in the same boat as everybody else. Just wondering what's going to happen. Hoping that uh, everything turns out okay. As Tom Petty once said, the waiting is the hardest part. King Tom, how you doing? I'm a runaway train of awesomeness. Never going back. I'm on a one-way track. soul asylum there? <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, did you say, like, wait, did you say soul town? No, I said soul, soul, asylum. No, soul asylum. He said soul oh, okay. asylum. Yeah. I'm soul waiting town. for him to say something wrong. Either that or I'm just so sleep deprived <laughs> I heard dare you say you. soul town. How dare you? It's probably speak, both. Speak, you're speak. waiting for both and a Nabu more than likely. So you're just on edge, just like yeah. everybody else. Oh, I'm in yeah. trouble. Oh, yeah. If King Tom's on edge, I'm in trouble. King Tom, explain why you're so on edge already. Uh, I, I worked yesterday from 11 a.m. till 1 a.m. Oh, for election night. And that was actually a rather short election. Well, yeah, for presidential elections. I've, I've worked two different jobs uh, over the last 20 years, and both of them have involved late nights on elections. Not on not working campaigns or anything, but mm-hmm. there have been some. I've been there till like 6, 7 in the morning. This was a... Uh, Oh, wow. he's, he's the stripper that pops out of the cake yes when they, when they win when they yes. win <laughs> king tom just burst <laughs> out of the I cake that better be a tall cake Yay. there have been a few nights i fell asleep in the cake how you doing boo i'm good welcome back thank you thank you thank you it's nice to be back had a little nice uh uh five-day weekend went a little wow little trip you had a nice week pretty yeah, much. pretty much pretty much yeah so yeah no that was that was nice although you know, COVID-19 has shut down a lot. You know, it's interesting what you learn is near you, you know, as far as places, you know, maybe right. an hour away or yeah. something like that. You're like, wow, this is incredible. You know, this is a beautiful place. And California is really nice right now where it's just about to get cold. But yeah. It's still that, God, there's still that warm sun, but then it gets a little chilly at night. It's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. So I had a little. Did little you go weekend. apple picking? That's I, the rumor. I did not. That's I, I went to Apple Picking Central, but uh, the all apples were picked. Mm. But what they have plenty of apple is pie. apple pie. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. I thought you'd already had one of those by now. What, Julian apple pie? Oh, they're the greatest. Oh, my apple God. Pies. They are the greatest. San Diego's got some So that's really, her name? Really Julian is her name? Delicious apple pie. Fucking incredible. Les, how you doing, buddy? cool to be back in the friendly confines of this three-man cell confines is the word that is, we are is in a layer the of the it sith. is a layer a very small you know, layer sith, sith uh is there any names of like sith prisons in star wars of any type i think yeah. they just killed all their prisoners to be honest yeah, yeah. they had yeah, no quarter be the type no quarter is mm-hmm. a great right. song well, that's up yeah, very okay. much yeah. so they gave no quarter to any rebel troops no it's a waste of time yeah. We are, guys. You know what's a waste of time? This podcast so far. So let's move <laughs> on and get to the week in geek. Let's get out the shenanigans. How about that? <laughs> Another train wreck here we come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check us out on the synthesis.net where you can listen to our episodes, watch our videos that which are on YouTube. Please go on YouTube and subscribe and watch us break down the Mandalorian for each episode. We're gonna do that each episode. And that's not on the podcast. So if you podcast listeners want us to hear us break down the Mandalorian and have a reaction right afterwards. Um, watch it on YouTube and subscribe and like and all that good stuff. And thank you again for the dude that gives us the thumbs down. You're still consistent. We really appreciate it. Also, check out our great friends in all the podcasts that we listen to on our Pod It Forward page and send us emails, the Sith list at gmail.com. 
And that's probably about it for the shenanigans. There's not a lot of stuff to talk about, really, in the world of pop culture and geekdom, because there's other important things that are happening right now in the world. But we are going to try to get you some news. I'm sure Boo has some bits, some fuzzy ones that he wants to throw out there a little bit later. Box office. I was going to say something about Chosen On, too. Okay, I'm glad. (laughs) Box office, come play. 3.1 million. It's like a scary movie with a bunch of kids. Fuck that. That's... but what is it? Uh, you saw it? You saw no, fuck oh. no, no. King Tom has fucked Tenet. Fuck that. I ain't doing that. Especially with kids and fucking demons and shit. I saw the trailer for this. Terrifying. Oh, is it? Is it fuck. really bad? No, ain't happening. Honest Thief, 1.4 million. The War with Grandpa, still up there in the top five. 1.3 million. Tenet. Fuck Tenet. $885,000. And Empty Man, 577000 So movies are still in decline. It's unfortunate plummet is yeah. the word yeah unfortunate now things that we watch anybody watch anything that is worth talking about over anybody watch anything scary for halloween i was everybody's i halloween watched election night? results that's been scary <laughs> i'm still scared i had a gig halloween night and oh. that was kind of scary that is scary that is scary <laughs> because here's something interesting uh the bars and stuff were allowed to reopen a couple three weeks ago and then they got rolled back and were not supposed to be open for indoor anything. And a lot of places around here are just done with it. They're like, nope, we hear what you're saying, but we're going to be open. And there's an attorney going around who has represented several businesses. And they're like, look, he cannot enforce this it, 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 on no grounds because he enforces. They can't take your offer license to operate away or any of this stuff. So places are just screw it. We're staying open. And, wow. you know, what am I going to do? Tell the guys in my band, screw you. I'm not playing this show. I it's it's a very awkward situation to That's be in. Tough. That is tough. So we go, and I thought it would be like packed, and it wasn't, which I was very thankful for. And if I have to, I'll unapologetically put on a mask and walk through the crowd, and people can say whatever the hell they want. I don't. And so when you're up there, you're looking down at the crowd. Nobody's wearing masks. Oh God, no. Nobody. Oh, fuck. That's so crazy. Because everyone, everyone around here is wearing a mask. As soon as I have to be within 10 feet of people, I mask up, man. I just. Yeah, good for you. That's smart. Yeah, nobody. Why it's risk so it? so weird. Why fucking risk it? And our numbers are climbing right up. Oh, and everywhere. That's exactly everywhere. It's surging everywhere, guys. It's, it's, <laughs> it's getting really bad again. But, yeah, people, if you're listening, if you believe it or you don't fucking believe it, I don't give a shit. Out of the courtesy to the other people that you're around. Wear a fucking mask. That's it. It's not that hard. These nurses and these uh, EMTs and doctors have to wear those things for 16 hours a day. For God's sakes, you can wear one for half an hour walking outside. All right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep ranting about this. And yeah. it's always wear your mask. You know why? Because we beat it. This is why. So. Because I want you to keep listening to the Sith list. I don't want you guys to get sick and something happen to you and you won't be a listener and I won't, we won't get a download. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah. the important part. Yes, yeah, right. Plus, Wi Fi's in hospitals suck. <laughs> Yeah, Wi-Fi's in hospitals. They, that's right. They do so. Take a long time to download the. But you know what's really good at hospitals? Those little, like, kind of like they're ice cream, but they're like ice. They're like ices. They're like Italian ice. Yeah, they have great jello. Mm-hmm. They do have great jello. I don't know why jello and ap- better apple juice hospital. too. Oh, why, why is they have hospital great apple juice, juice and great. apple juice? Yeah. The OJ sorry. Too. Okay, I'm not wearing a mask. And the mini soda <laughs> cans. No, not yeah. the mini soda. Mini soda cans are the worst. Oh, I love those, man. I <laughs> what? I love get a fucking soda. A tiny sprite. Two sips and it's done. Yes, exactly. Why bother? Jesus Christ, this is a Seinfeld episode now. A few years ago. involved people. 
A few years ago at the Children's Hospital here in Columbus, they did something where they got rid of all their sugar carbonated and caffeinated drinks. But if you're a parent, your kid is there for surgery, that is not helpful at all. Because our daughter was in for surgery and like we were looking for something to help keep us up and we couldn't find a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's rough. Mm. Yeah. Not even the little ones. (laughs) Tan those little ones. I can't do Coke. In a can. I mean, I can do it if I have to, but on ice. Oh, it's so like much off better. The tap, it's so much better. Yeah, better. especially yeah, you got to let it breathe, man. Yeah, you do. You got to even and take a, the aroma in right before you inhale it. Tension set the Sith list, everybody. That's right. So if you are still <laughs> listening to us, or I, go I, grab a Coke, yeah. grab a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. That's for Manny Murphy. <laughs> it is. Dude, <laughs> that's their new. That's their new advertising campaign. <laughs> I know. Oh man, or, or make Seven Up yours. Oh, yeah. that's right. They're actually changing it to take. Take seven up yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought we didn't have content this week. Oh my gosh. All you, all, Raj, all you need to tell us is you ain't got shit to talk about. We'll go fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else see anything at all? I saw Borat. Okay. You saw Borat. What'd you think? Jesus Christ. Right. That's, that's a fucking lot. That was horrible. It was horrible, but you know what's horrible about it is it's real. It's real. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that it's was real. That was the thing. It, it's just one of those things you just cringe and you can't look away. You just you just locked in. You're just like, my god, the entire time. But it is funny. There's it's a, funny and it makes a point. Yeah, and there's a, and there's a there's a story, story. to it. There's yeah. a story to it. There's a funny story yeah. to it. So yeah. So but it is it is very funny. It's very good. What is it? His daughter. She's fantastic. Fantastic. Very good. And Giuliani I, was really good in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, very comfortable in it. Yeah, very comfortable. And then I also saw The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the animated one. Okay. The Disney one. Yes. The movie's fucking horrible. It is not good. Horrible. It's kind of like Naboo. Yes, exactly. Except they're singing way too much fucking singing. Every five seconds, there was a song and then like two minutes of dialogue, even maybe two minutes of dialogue, then another song. I'm like, no, no, I'm fucking out. What, what kind of music so is songs. it they sing? I don't fucking know. I don't care. Is it, is it jizz? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have been better. That, that would have been entertaining. It was awful. The movie fucking sucks. And then what's his name? Uh, Quasimodo still doesn't get the girl. He gets nothing. All he gets out of the tower, which is great. That's awesome. You know, he's not locked spoilers, in people. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. For you. I'm saving you, motherfuckers. He gets out of the tower, which is great, but people still see him as a monster, but just out of the tower now. They're just kind of okay with it. And then the the the, the fucking captain dude, the, the the white dude, still gets the girl in the end. This movie sucks. Horrible. Horrible movie. Shitty Disney movie. So it does not get this hit list seal of approval. No. This is breaking news. I want to step in and interrupt this podcast because something that has just enraged me. Nothing you've done, boo. Eric, I like to let you know that and King Tom, that Les Gonzalez right over here has a touchscreen fucking laptop. A touchscreen laptop. <laughs> the the clickety clackities that he does every week is on purpose. <laughs> He could. Are you kidding me right now? Tip, tip. Are you tip kidding me right now? <laughs> he doesn't. He didn't want his. He didn't want his uh, his camera to shake. You know, it's all about the money maker, sir. You know, you want to record this, mofo. 
I'm only recording the Star Wars stuff and our Mandalorian uh, reaction. Yeah, but he doesn't want to tap tap during. (laughs) This guy has been clicking for the last three, four episodes at home. He has a, he's just like uh, uh, right now, just up and down, left and right. I'm on IMDb trying to figure out some stuff for us. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, man. I want you to know that I really truly apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I never set out to derail this thing called the Sith list. (laughs) All right. So Quasimodo (laughs) over here didn't like the, the film. Okay. Anybody else? Nobody else? We're still good? You still watching Lost King, Tom? Uh, no, we finished a few weeks ago. Okay, I mentioned Eric? it on the show. Yeah. You did mention it on the show. Yeah, you did. King Tom is ready. To- you, wrap, you wrapped it up. <laughs> that yeah. was another haymaker. <laughs> but usually when King Tom talks, I press the mute button. Uh, Eric, how about you? Uh, I finally watched, started the second season of The Boys. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I am too. I'm at the whale scene. That's all oh. I'll say. I I only got into the first episode. My okay. like when I can watch it is very random, and so yeah, I'll too. watch the second episode tomorrow. Yeah, let me know what you think. I'm on episode four of that of season two. Okay. All right, I think we fucked around way too much already. So I think we need to have Ky- Kylo Kylo get into some Star Wars stuff. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. All right, man. Well, obviously, the big, big news is that we got the first episode of the second season of The Mandalorian. Now, we'll we'll dive into that in just a few minutes here, okay? Because otherwise, none of that, nobody will care about any of this other stuff unless <laughs> we bring true. it up now. Get this out first. So, we had our second Mando Monday, and oh. I got to tell you, I sort of didn't care. It's <laughs> the day before the election. Stuff I wanted to get the last last week just couldn't get it, so it's like meh. And how quickly I was able to just get over it. And for as somebody who you know has traditionally bought a boatload of Star Wars toys, I'd say that's a pretty good move for me. Mm. But the superstar of this week's Mando Monday is a one quarter scale Mandalorian with the child hot toy. Ooh. Oh, Price? hot toy. Oh. $650. Oh, but Jiminy. it's a quarter okay. scale. You know, all their other ones are one tenth scale, I think, or maybe it's one sixth scale. Yeah, but a quarter scale. So, yeah, it's that is something else, man. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, it is neat. I didn't really see anything else in there that tickled my fancy, so to speak. They, you know, a couple of, uh, Couple of cool Mandalorian figures, but like some of the stuff that people have been wanting, like Queel, for example, mm-hmm. he's still only been shown in the retro figure line, which is where they have your classic five points of articulation and are like the original Kenner Star Wars toys. Right. I got to be honest, man, it's not my bag. Mm-hmm. So, King Tom, did you see anything in there that made you think, man, I got to get that? I can't say I did. I didn't even know there was a Mendo Monday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, because seriously, we're in this weird spot where none of this matters right now. Yeah, not exactly. And so, so you're, what you're saying is it's just another Mando Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was Friday. <laughs> that, that's your fun day because that's the day the show comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There we go. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do this bit every week. By the way, oh people, yeah, it's so. gonna be great. You yeah. guys will be like wishing the season of Mandalorian was over. <laughs> The uh, which is sad because it's true. There was some news with John Boyega. Okay, now I have to tell you, one of the things that popped up while I was looking for this article was an article about how Johnny Depp's Pirates of the Caribbean inspired John Boyega's acting career. 
And I'm like, huh, well, that's interesting. And yeah. it talks about how John saw Johnny Depp filming a scene, you know, as Jack Sparrow uh, at the, the university he went to. And oh, okay. he decided right then that he had to be an actor. And I can't help but wonder if like what he decided was that, man, I just, I have to go be an actor and not come off this douchey. So it's, I think that was probably a real inspiration <laughs> to him. But, but the real thing that I was looking for was that he spoke to Disney because they reached out to him and they're like, Hey man, I'm just paraphrasing what I suspect the conversation went. <laughs> they didn't like, start off with, Hey man, Hey man, what's the deal? <laughs> Anyway, here's what he had to say, and this was to The Hollywood Reporter. Quote, it was a very honest, a very transparent conversation. There was a lot of explaining on their end in terms of the way they saw things. They gave me a chance also to explain what my experience was like. End quote. And he went on to tell them that you've got to don't market a black character if you're going to do nothing with them. It's not cool. Super not cool. And, yeah. you know, this was, if you recall, I think we talked about this last week where he had said that he wouldn't, that coming back as Finn at some point wasn't off the table. Yeah. 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 He, we and did talk this about is, that. I think, what Flipped led him. to that. Well, good. Well, good. I'm glad they reached out to him. That's fantastic. So, oh, so here's, here's the quote I was looking forward to. All right. He said, what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them pushed to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. Good for him. So, so good on him for getting to have that talk, man. And I, I'm, I'm just glad. I'm glad that he got to do that, regardless of whether they change anything or not, which hopefully they will. Just mm -hmm. I'm glad that he got a chance. That had to feel, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I was and real again, sad. good on Disney. They don't they didn't, you know, these executives and these big, big uh, corporations, big studios, they usually don't do these kind of things. They move on to the next thing and they just go on. But I'm glad that they did that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, it's here's a dude, here's the thing, and I genuinely mean this. I know I joke around saying people are the worst, meh. But I think people are inherently good and they have a desire to do good. It's what gets skewed is what they think is good. And, you know, kind of like the whole notion that in, in movies, nobody ever thinks they're the bad guy. Very rarely is the villain thinking to himself, I am evil as the day is long. Good job. Except for Hann Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah he was but, just hungry. Yeah. Well, that's true. Not a bad Go to guy. the grocery he's, store, man. He's just hungry. Here's another thing, man, that, this isn't about John Boyega coming back to Star Wars, but this is about other characters coming back to Star Wars. And I guess not the characters, but Ron Howard. And I love the way they, this was, the, the ad. it wasn't clickbait titling, but it was a little rough here and there. Uh, Ron Howard tells Lights, Camera, Barstool, it's a podcast, that growing fan support for Solo bodes well for the future. Yeah. Well, he didn't really have any, concrete <laughs> news he just he said he's quite optimistic no rumblings though and this is not a spoiler or anything but i think there is interest interest in those characters i think there's interest in the gangster world somewhere down the line but i can assure you there is nothing being developed right now for a movie or disney plus but one great thing is there has been a lot of affection shown for solo and so of course that keeps boding well for them to eventually turn it around 
So that's really not news at all because that's nothing. But hey, at least they're talking about it. So right, mm-hmm. you know, maybe somebody can get a hashtag going about bringing the hashtag back. <laughs> I tried that today. Didn't yeah, work. good job on that. By the way, yeah, I was I very proud of you. Thank you, buddy. Thank very you. Buddy. I, I'm you. stoked about this. I like we've talked about a hundred times on this podcast. I, I would love to see them do something on Disney Plus, even a series, even if it's a little run. As long as it's not like the story of the lady that's at the, uh, like, I guess it'd be the equivalent of the customs <laughs> window, oh, getting yeah. them buying her off. It'll be her life story. That'd be, that'd yeah. be, I mean, I'd still watch it because it was Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we'd still watch it. We'd still be having a podcast about it. Who am I kidding? Oh, episode. Yeah, exactly. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I would love to see Infus Nest. I'd love to find out what went on with Kira. And that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Maybe even see more young Han Solo shenanigans. But mm. it's, you know, we'll see, I suppose. Yeah. So l- let's go ahead and talk about The Mandalorian. I really think it's cool that they have continued the chapter nomenclature. So season two, episode one, chapter nine, mm-hmm. The Marshal. The Marshal. That's a lot of colons in there. You know, but it, it it is what it is. I know that we, you know, you guys talked about it already, but dang, I'm just going to go on record as saying that. Dang. You can quote me. I'm glad the yeah. show's back. I thought they crushed it. I yeah. thought that the inclusion of Cobb Vanth with a character from the Aftermath novels that excellent. Excellent, excellent. And, you know, the story isn't exactly like it was in the book, but who cares? Right. I just, I thought it was great. And, you you know, people, you've seen it. We are not going to sit here and run it down uh, beat by beat for you. But let me just give you some highlights. One of the things that I loved about this the most was just how Western, this was like the most Western-y episode of this show thus far. And my dad was over today for lunch and oh, dude cool. drives two and a half hours to have lunch with me. That's oh, that rules, that's man. Cool, my man. dad kicks ass. That's awesome. So we sat down and watched it. And he, you know, when, when I was growing up, man, he was really big into the Clint Eastwood spaghetti Westerns right. and, you know, with the dollars trilogy and all that stuff. And so we're watching it and there's, there's a scene where you, you know, there was a piece of it in the trailer where he's in the, uh, the fighting hall stand by the ring, all the crowds left. They've, he's surrounded. Everybody's got guns pointed at him. Right. And he says, if you tell me where the Mandalorian is, I'll let you walk out of here without killing you. And the, the guy's laughing because he's frowning. He said, I, I thought you said you weren't a gambling man. I'm not. That was his answer. And I'm like, that is straight out of, hey, Clint Eastwood, can you write some dialogue for right, this? Exactly. What would you say if you were outlawed Josie Wales? But you, once they made it to the town. Okay. The town is set up in classic Western style. I did, did that stick out to you? You know, it's the one oh, central street down the middle with the buildings on each side. That's your whole town. It was and straight tombstone. N- it was nothing straight tombstone behind it. Me, yeah. And, and then in the scene where he goes into the bar, the Weequay is there at the counter and Cobb Vanth comes in. The sun's behind him. He's got his hand near his gun belt. That's that is just straight up out of the spaghetti Western playbook. It's oh, very yeah. well done. So cool. And Timothy Oliphant, man, he crushed it. Mm-hmm. Great job of this. I forgot that the dude is like so handsome. It kind of makes me want to throw up. 
Yeah. But, but the acting in the Mandalorian suit, okay, was tremendous because, like, you can't. It's the Mandalorian. He's not taking his helmet off. You all you get is the helmet and his body language. And mm-hmm. when they put the camera on him, when Cobb Vanth takes the helmet off, I mean, you can see his reaction, even though you can't see his reaction. He's disgusted. It's pretty cool. Oh so, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "What the fuck?" But, oh, yeah, instantly. But, but what you, the, Eric, well, hold on. Before we move on, Eric, I know what did everybody think about his look? Because I got messages. Tracy Moon, one of our listeners and friend, said this. He sent us messages. Says, as I listen to more podcasts, I'm surprised by how many people complain that Fett's armor looks wrong on Cobb Van, missing the point that it wasn't made for him. Yeah, and I thought that's a great point. It's, it's made not it. made for him. I don't think that I've, was the whole point of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what ex- that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Is okay, great. It, it, it he is much larger. Mm-hmm. Yes, than mm-hmm. Boba Fett, and so yes. the armor looked like like Henry right now is at that age where he is super lean, but he has grown so tall, okay. and all of his pants are too short. But he doesn't want to give them up, and he'll wear pajamas that <laughs> he's wearing capris. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's that's what this guy looked like in Boba mm-hmm. Fett's armor, right? And you can see his chin. Yeah, and like, like when you showed him, they showed him from the back. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a neck seal on. Which the next seal is mm-hmm. what like the stormtroopers and all the helmeted yeah. characters have. And a lot of them will have a, like a baklava on so that you don't, it covers their hair totally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, he, he's got that and you can see his neck and his hair and his jawline up from behind the helmet barely fit on his head. And mm-hmm. his undersuit that he was wearing, I had said it looked like a crappy sweatsuit that he got at Sam's Club. And then stuck this armor on top of it. I thought it really made it authentic and made it. I did too. I thought it looked great. I mean, it it obviously throws you off right when you see him because you're not used to seeing someone wear the Boba Fett outfit like that with a little scarf and he's like styling, but it grows on you. And I I think it worked out. I am very happy they went down this road and used him. And I think the portrayal was great. Even better. I've seen a handful of people who didn't, care for the episode huh. but he, even they have said that they they either liked how they used Cobb Vanth or they liked the look and I'm just happy to see that they were able to take a concept from the book put it in a live action with a few changes and people are very good with it mm-hmm. because I think this is one of the best I mean most of the episodes of The Mandalorian we've gotten, with the exception of the previous one on Tatooine, have been very well received by the fans. And I think yeah. this continues that. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I first saw it, like I said on, the, on our reaction show, a little worried going back to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And it started off a little slow. Once they got on Tatooine, it started off a little slow. Yeah. But then it really picked up. I mean, and it was it was phenomenal. So, like, I've watched, like I said, a lot of spaghetti westerns. And that slow burn... Mm. beginning is a a very major component of that and it you know it's trying to show you the amount that he had to travel to get to this place just how isolated this place is and the way they conveyed Mm. that by was having the trip take forever when they have episodes that are more than how long was the episode like 52 52 minutes minutes. yeah 52 yeah yeah when they have episodes that long i just i'm so starving for some crazy like Star Wars stuff that when they waste like 45 seconds or even three minutes doing mm-hmm. something, I go, fuck, come on, dude, just, just show me some more Star Wars cool stuff. But dude, I totally understand. I totally get it. That's I me it. whenever we're waiting for it to be time to record. 
<laughs> I cracked myself sense. up with Makes that. Uh, but but anyway, I thought the story was great. The visuals. They, one thing I always was concerned about in when they announced that they're going to do live action is that how are you going to make something that looks like Star Wars on a TV budget? And the two things that I thought really had the potential to be terrible were the jetpack action and that dragon. And both of them God. looked so real. Mm-hmm. They handled the jetpack maneuverability and all of that perfectly. Oh, it was so good. Crazy. Crazy. The, the the CGI, the special effects are so good. It's it's on par with anything they've done in on the big screen. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. unbelievable. Now there's a lot of Easter eggs in this that yeah. I am not like that's not usually where I'm at with things until I've seen it about a hundred times because I'm too focused on how I feel about yeah. it. And right. then then the minutia. So King Tom might be able to fill us in a little more on some of those things, but what I do want to say is I thought the execution was great. Mm-hmm. I thought that they did a good job of focusing the action on the Mandalorian. You know, the, the baby Yoda is there and he's cute and he's making all these noises, but he didn't do anything. And I think that was a good call. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because we can't have him intervening in every situation because then it's just like, you know, God in the machine. And he's, well, we're never going to have any real problems because he can just do the hand thing and make it go away. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it takes a toll on him every time he does it. So yeah. I don't know how much more he has in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, but I don't know. The last yeah. time he did it, it really put him back a little bit, you know? Well, I think it's he, also a TV thing. They don't want to overdo it. Right. 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 Well, well right, sure. Right, no, sure. I yeah. That. I'm just, I'm just trying to explain it as a, yeah. But and I have some Easter eggs too, King Tom. Did you notice anything? I know you noticed some cool stuff that we didn't talk about on our YouTube thing. Uh, yeah, that the, we did. The pearl that was inside the crate dragon—that's a thing notice. from EU, the Legends. Uh, that it's it's a very sought after, very valuable thing. And some uh, Jedi have made lightsabers out of those crystals. Yeah. That was a really cool one. I heard that that pearl. Was out of Knights of the Old Republic, the, two, the from yes, that's one of the play, that's one of the items that use it. It's also been mentioned <clears throat> in books and comic and books, other books. Before. Before. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And did you guys know that was John Leguizamo as the one-eyed character? Yeah, I saw him in the credits. Oh, you I did? Thought, okay, I didn't see it. I thought it was supposed to be Michael Bean, Michael B- Bane. Or, no, no, the, it, the guy it was, from the t- Terminator. I thought that was going to be. Who oh, he you was. thought it was going to be? No, no, he's yeah. going to be a bounty hunter. I I read. Somewhere. Oh, okay. But yeah, I didn't know that while I was watching it, which was great. But yeah, that stuff. And then we see some other stuff. King Tom, did you know we talked about a little bit? The yeah. pod racing was really the engine. cool. Anakin's yeah, the yeah, pod the racing engine. engine. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. The Banthas uh, riding in single file to hide their numbers. I did not pick that one up. That mm. is so yeah. cool. Well, yeah. and that's just, I mean, here's what's neat about that. We're on a planet that we're very familiar with in the lexicon of star wars right we're gonna see things that we expect and so oh there's Womprat. oh there's this oh there's that Mm -hmm. look it was all the fan service no it's like if you did a a movie about southern illinois be like well there's another cornfield yeah yeah see all that fan service people really like those cornfields no that's just part of the part of the terrain of the place but yeah the bantha's riding single file but they didn't hit you over the head with it no yeah i I didn't i didn't even pick up on that and then I noticed that the crate dragon skeleton was in New Hope, right? There's a smaller version of a crate dragon. Yeah. I even put two and two together on that mm-hmm. after I, you know, read up on it. So yeah. Super cool little things that 
don't hit you over the head like you said eric it, but it was you think it, about it later it was cool seeing r5d4 back again oh, great and uh th- that is one thing that they did that i mean it cracked me up that they did it but you know, you know pelly owns or he works at her shop however that works but mm-hmm. when they show him and he's wheeling across they really make a point to show you that one oily spot on they his sure head did. where the yeah they sure did but uh yeah that was a, a neat one too man that, and zuvio was in the crowd correct i've i've seen i've heard that zuvio was watching the fight is that supposed to be him? One of the one of the Lucasfilm people said it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was something like you might recognize his character from The Force Awakens. Right, it was one of the a still mm-hmm. from that. So scene. All, all you people that bought that action figure, dude, he got more there screen you. time in this than he did The Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. by about three times, because mm-hmm. he went from one fourth of a second to three fourths of a second. <laughs> so yeah, the stock they, is going up. They they go to most nicely. And what are the other two? They go, me and Eric talked about this. They go to the other two. And those Espa other two. and Espa, Pelgo. Eska and Pelgo. Which one was Anakin? Did they go to most Espa? Oh, they, they Mos- mentioned it. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anakin so, was raised in Mos Espa. Yeah. Okay. Anakin was raised in Mos Espa. All right. And is that where Speeder Bike came from? Yeah. He, that's super cool, man. Now, Les, you, we talked about this on the reaction show, but yeah. is there anything else that you've been, have you, how many times have you watched it? Uh, three times so far. Three times. Nice. Not, nice. Not a lot. Keeps getting, oh, that's how much I've seen it. Yeah. And I noticed that the second and third time I watched it, it just got better and better for me. Oh, yeah. Which is definitely. Yeah, which is fantastic. I just, yeah. I, I just need more. I need the, the story to further, you know, be furthered. And I can't wait for this next episode to come up, to be honest. I know. I can't wait either. So. It's going to be awesome. And, but we didn't get to talk to you about it. What's your whole take on this thing? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, you know, the entire time I'm like, well, this is how you start a season. Is that you get yeah. it really going? Uh, I I do kind of wish that we had found out more because at the end of the episode, uh, he just has some more stuff, but he's basically at the same spot that he was before. Right. But you know, I, I can't expect to get all the answers. Episode one, uh, I thought it looked great. I was like, man, this looks good. You know, I, I love the the western feel. I would have loved a uh, more of a standoff, like a little bit more intensity. Where I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna fucking shoot each other. It, I, I think the the rumbling from the crate dragon came a little bit too soon, but it was okay. I would have liked Cobb Vanth to wear the helmet more. Although Timothy Elephant is a good looking dude, yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't I want that I want the helmet on. Then you know, just just put it. Yeah, on. it is pretty cool. And yeah, his, his outfit lit up when they were talking to the the people that they, they mm-hmm. were trying to convince the his his town folk. Yeah, mm-hmm. his his the digital his readout digital readout yeah. was super cool. Mm-hmm. And then something I I don't know. I guess I, the first time I've noticed it, I can't remember if it was in the first season. When the Mando is walking around, he has the, uh, not the stirrups, but what, oh, the spurs. The spurs sound like he's an actual cowboy. Mm-hmm. Was that a thing in season one? Or, or am I just hearing things that are new? Like every time he walks, all you hear is the spurs kicking up, when but I, he doesn't have any. So it's got to be his armor. Oh, that's so cool. It just sounds so badass. So I, I wasn't have, sure. I don't, I don't guess I've noticed that because I, I know, have. I know I that, uh, um, uh, that was associated with Boba Fett. So, like at the very end, for example, when we the very very end, we right right get the parting shot and we see a figure standing there that is staring out and seeing Mando drive off, and he turns around and his face is etched up much like the armor was, and you realize who it is and you understand that it's Boba Fett standing there, you know, played by Tamara Morrison, Mm -hmm. which was killer a killer get. That yeah, just such a nice touch, and he didn't say anything. He just 
So having said all that, do you think that they'll start the next episode still on Tatooine? Or do you think the Mandalorian's got the armor, assumes there's no Mandalorian to be found, and is going to bail? I think he bails. Bails, yeah. I think this is something they come back to later on. He's going to need some help again. He <laughs> goes back to Tatooine. Oh, he's going to probably, get, I would say, he'd go after Anth again and try to get him to help out. Kind of like what we saw in season one when he went back and got... Yeah, because this isn't the in. last time Cobb Vanth is going to be... I don't uh, think you get Timothy Olivant. Yeah, for, for just one what episode. for one episode. Yeah. What what I did like about Cobb Vanth is that uh, instantly, immediately, I knew right when he reveals, I'm like, oh, that's that's Timothy Oliphant because he was standing. That, that someone pointed out. somebody put this out on Twitter, but he was standing like his character Bullock from Deadwood. Deadwood. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if the rest of you guys have seen that show. It's amazing. Uh, one of my favorites. Yes, and I like, haven't seen it, but I've heard. I've just read. Yeah, it and I'm like, oh, there it is. That's start. him. You know. And it just fits, you know, the, I love the post-apocalyptic dystopic Western mm-hmm. theme, you know, and that's amazing. I've, I've never watched Deadwood, but there was a really cool thread on Twitter because the guy who played the Weequay bartender also mm-hmm. played the bartender on Deadwood. And it was just this thread about how he got the role in his first few days on set. And it, 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 he's very excited. He's a fan and he's very excited to be in Star Wars. So That's so cool. That's yeah. great. W. Earl Brown. King Tom, wasn't Deadwood your nickname in uh, college? How dare you, sir? (laughs) How do you react to that? I'm sorry. I don't even know where we're going with What is that? (laughs) So, King Tom. I'm sorry. You and I touched on this briefly, but is all Mandalorian armor 100% Beskar? I don't know. As I, I, I was looking up looking into it that's and a nabu nowhere in the wikipedia entry for best card does it mention boba fett's armor or in yeah we boba talked fett. about this a couple of weeks ago yeah uh, that was yeah. one of my questions is was jango fett's armor it looks like best car was that best car and uh yeah i think King tom you looked it up right then and there and said yeah there's nothing no mentions one thing we have to wonder and i feel like this has definitely come up before but if the guy the the cyclops he finds Mandalorians hiding in their hives because he wants, he decided he loves Beskar and wants more of it. Why didn't, why wasn't Mando able to get more information out of him about where, where are all my people at? Mm-hmm. Or, or if he's collecting the armor like he was with Fett's armor, why didn't he go after that guy's yeah, his storage unit? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a, you know, those are the things you got to wonder, man. But I mean, you can't, you can't tie up every last thing. Star Wars is a very unique sort of thing because the, I, I saw a deal that was about Star Trek and it showed some character and it said, nobody knows anything about this character in Star Trek. I think it may have been a bartender because Star Trek knows when to stop. (laughs) (laughs) There's some truth in that, man. There really is. That's why they have the, uh, the red shirt guys. These guys are going to die. You don't need to worry about it. You know, these are the ones are going to just move on. Just they're cannon fodder. Nobody cares. There's an, there's an early episode of steel wars where he had a, he was doing a live show and he had several of his comedian friends on. And one of them was riffing on how, 
he goes this star wars he's trying to explain it to a sports fan and he's like it's the equivalent of so the game's going on and the camera zooms in to some rando in the crowd and said this is mary she works at such and such and blah 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 and it's like that is exactly what star wars is like that every last person that even remotely shows up has some backstory yeah but you know what man that's part of what makes it great and it's just something that that people love it right and how but, cool is all these things intertwined together? And we yeah. get when, when King Tom told me about the Banthas falling in line or whatever. That's awesome. Like I got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see it. And I was like, oh my God, they did that? That's great. That's unbelievable. Then, or, or seeing the skeleton of the Krayt Dragon. I was like, oh shit, that's the fucking skeleton of the Krayt Dragon? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was very good episode. I was very pleased by it. And, yeah. and I'm not sure what's going to happen in the next episode. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. If anybody's got any predictions they want to throw out there, feel free. I've got nothing. Well, that's hard with Mando because you just don't know where they're going. Like, no, but you have to another. You have to think that Cobb Vanth may have a little bit of information to point Den into the right direction, you know, or at least get him going from there. So he was able to find Cobb Vanth fans can be like look this is what's going on maybe maybe they pull the trigger and we uh boba fett confronts din in the next well we know we know in the trailer that he has boba fett's gear now it makes sense now that it was boba fett's gear and a speeder bike we it it was kind of blurry but now Mm -hmm. thinking about it it probably was his gear so i was wrong about that you were wrong about that i was wrong about that i wasn't going to bring that up but i decided so that means he does go back, Eric, unless it's a cut scene. It's a scene that got cut out because that was not in the uh, actual episode. So we know he goes back to Tatooine or he's somewhere in a desert planet with Boba Fett's gear. Now, what well, does he do with Boba Fett's gear? That's what I want to know. Does he get it back to Boba Fett? And does Boba well, Fett would, become an ally? I would say that if we see in the trailer that that armor is on the speeder bike. Yeah. Right. It's right. got to be from the scenes on Tatooine because he's not going to yeah. load it up, take it back to his ship. That's right. Pull it back out and put it on the bike again and go driving around. Exactly. So it's either just an angle that they didn't use in the final show because the end. D- did you notice that in the recap, which by the way, the way they did the recap from season one of the Mandalorian at the beginning of this thing, they mm-hmm. really did a good job of hitting all the important elements the mm-hmm. music and the voiceover made it really work out. Mm-hmm. And, but there were a couple of things where I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent sure that was the exact line of dialogue that was used in the episode. Oh, I'd have to go back and like dig it out. And I know they definitely move some things where it's like, he did not say this immediately following this, but I don't know if any of them were alternate takes or what, because huh. it did seem to me that some of them weren't exactly the same. King Tom, did you pick up on any of that? No, I can't say I did. I did notice how much of the trailer and preview were in this episode. And and I like that sort of thing I mm. because I like surprises for the end. Yeah, me too. I was Same. so happy. Same. Yeah. But so, yeah, man, by the time you guys hear this, the new episode will have been out for a couple of days. But by the time as we're recording it, the new episode won't be out for a couple of days. So we're just right. all giddy with excitement. Yeah, it was. I can't wait. It's fantastic. I'm going to stay up till midnight every single Friday or Thursday, late night so, Thursday. So I tried to. That was my plan. Okay. And it would be at two o'clock my time. Oh, that's rough. That's really it's rough. one o'clock. My wife's asleep next to me on the couch. I'm playing Red Dead 2, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm riding my horse along full stretch and I doze off. 
hold my control uh, and I'm just like not out. And I wake up when I crash into somebody and the controller vibrates real hard. Right. And mm-hmm. I have headphones on and I hear the guy, I hear the horses screaming. I hear the guy saying, what the hell? And he instantly <laughs> starts shooting at me. And so I had to shoot him down and then I'm right. looking for my horse and she's not coming. I turn and she's laying on the ground like dying. And oh. that's, uh, but I was, that th- you have horse reviver. I was able to revive her, but yeah, a hit, just a head on fall asleep at the horse, fall asleep at the mm-hmm. reins collision. So yeah. yeah, I did not last till two to see the Mandalorian. Yeah. It's rough for you guys. I can't, I can't imagine. And, uh, sorry, uh, to chime in on the video game thing, uh, I have a question. Do most of uh, the Mandalorians have like a uniform look or is it like a tribal thing? Because I like his setup where he's got the cloak and he's just dressed to be out in the elements like that. Oh, Jin, Jin? Yeah. Well, Boba Fett had a cloak as well. Not Jin, did. So like, because cloak, yeah. you cannot deny that he his look is just like the hunters in Destiny in Destiny 2. It looks oh, exactly the oh, same cool. thing. It is dead on and you can modify your look to be. I've seen a lot of people running around looking like a uh, like den and it's freaking awesome. Oh, that's and rad. The, the more I watched the, this episode, I was just like, this is so cool. Man. Like, that's cool. It, it was just really cool to like look at it and go, I could make my character in the game I love look just like this. Well, that's and actually, the- when are we going to get a Mandalorian video game? I don't know. It's hard to say. A lot of people expected them to make like a DLC for Battlefront 2 with characters from Mm -hmm. The Mandalorian. Oh, that would be dope. That would be awesome. That would be sick. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. What is it? Uh, EA did have a a, uh, job openings for a new Star Wars action game. Take that that for whatever whatever you want and whatever it could mean and however long it makes to come or takes to come out, but I, there are movements, I guess, but if they're related to the Mandalorian or to other Star Wars properties, who the fuck knows? And you know, the next ride in Galaxies of Adventure is going to be Mandalorian themed. It's got to be now a speeder bike ride or something. Y- y- there was something on that EA front, Boo, that I just saw today mm-hmm. that EA Motive, they tweeted this out that they're due to i don't know some sort of error they're not working on a star wars game they're working Uh, on but something very exciting actually i think it said not a new star wars game so they could be working on something for an existing Mm -hmm. game or or something else but yeah i saw that today but you know that could just be like oh crap we weren't supposed to let anybody know (laughs) scramble yeah scramble yeah, in those job openings, they're just like they post them out there. And be like, please don't say anything. Please don't say, fuck. Somebody said this shit. You know, I never like, should have put that job opening under gigs on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> it was on, it was on yeah. Indeed. Yeah, everybody got <laughs> openings. Well, great, man. I'm glad everybody loved it. I cannot wait. I'm, like you guys, I can't wait to watch it, and I can't wait to break it down on our breakdown episodes. Do that this week as well. I think that wraps up uh, our Star Wars report here, Mr. Struthers. Well, yeah, I wish I had something else cool to talk about, but I don't. So, well, well, we've had some great stuff, some Mando stuff. Yeah, we're in the world yeah. of Mando right now, so this is unbelievable. I do want to say, listen, I I know I've talked about how I'm trying to slow down on buying collectibles, but if somebody wants to buy that quarter scale Mandalorian for me, mm. I am I will graciously accept it. I mm. Just want to put that out there. Uh, that first thing that. 
my thought process was I want to buy this for Eric, but he just doesn't want anything anymore. So I he has no space. Yeah, like why would I do that? There's no room. Yeah, it's just not feasible. I mean, unless you send over a couple of those falcons that you have, uh, maybe I can. You can fit it on the falcon shelf shelves. uh, I can send you one of the little matchbox ones. How dare you? Those are actually pretty cool. I'll send you my little baby Yoda thing that I got. (laughs) It's two inches. Not even that. That (laughs) That's what she said. There you go. That's what she. All right, let's uh, let's get into some other stuff. There's uh, unfortunately some sad news. Um, you guys ruining Nabu? No, we're gonna get into no, that. No, no, Nabu like is already news. ruined. Yeah, no, I don't think, can you ruin news. Nabu? Is yeah, that you guys did it. You guys think it's a goddamn joke? <laughs> like I'm just here for fun. Been carrying this podcast for the last five months. Without me, it would be shit. I am LeBron James in this podcast. Okay, I carry all of you. <laughs> LeBron with Nabu. always missed. No, I'm so glad that. Okay, I'm so ah, you need me. You think it's a joke? You think the effort I put in every week is for fun? It's actually it's fun. I'm so glad yeah, that laptop has a wide angle lens yes. for the size of your head. Yes, right. Because it it, fits it barely, the, fits, barely through fits through that through that doorway. Yes, it yes. sure does. Yeah, it sure does. Actually, every, every be, week before we get into um, our pop culture stuff, we've had some Star Wars emails that people want to pick our brain. So before we get into boo berating us about Naboo. Let's talk a little Star Wars and let's not end the Star Wars yet and uh, read a couple emails we got here. Email from Dave. Hey Raj, I came up with something maybe you guys might have kicked around on the pod. Let me know what you think. Hope it's up to scratch. Hear me out. We're nearly 40 years saying Boba Fett died in the Sarlacc. We've been missing the obvious all this time. There's no way the Sarlacc survived. The bulk of the wreckage of Jabba's barge went into there. It was hovering right over it, would have tipped into the steep slope. Boba is climbing out of there easy. But Dave, how is he climbing out of there if there's a barge on top of his head? But look, I'll I'll digress. Only thing left hanging in the armor is the armor and Boba's burns. He's got kind of a melted face if you look. Maybe he had to take the armor off to get out of the burns and the digestive juices was getting all over him. The Jawas just took care of the rest by salvaging after the fire died down on the Sarlacc. And the Sarlacc died. And that's how they came to have it. A screwy theory, but I like it. Love to hear your thoughts. Dave in Dublin. Well, thanks, Dave in Dublin. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're healthy, buddy. And the, and the barge blows up. The barge it? blows up. Like a, like a pretty massive explosion. Yeah. I wonder if we're ever going to see this. I wonder if we're ever um, going to see this. I believe it's in one of the Aftermath books that it confirms that is what happened. Oh, is that right? The barge the went into the pit. Exploding bur- burning barge went into the pit. Wow. Do you remember that, Eric? The, yes, I believe that's what it said. And that's what killed it. And that's what yeah. killed it. Okay. But I wonder if we're going to see that in live action somehow, CGI, mm-hmm. um, maybe even on a backstory of, of, of Boba Fett. Well. To show you how Boba Fett got that scar and what happened to him. But didn't we have a different version with Dark Horse Comics also? Yeah, but th- that goes out the window. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I know they threw it away, but it yeah. was basically he fought his way out or it spit him out. It spit out. him out. Yeah. It regurgitated him and spit him out. I remember that whole he's, panel. He's, he's like, such Ooh. a pest. Yeah. It was like yeah. Par- he was partially digested. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know it was in the Aftermath book. Yeah, good theory. I think that theory is very possible, and that might be the backstory that we're going to see because so, so my question on. is, are they going to do uh, a la Cobra Kai style and use footage from Jedi? No. Am I wrong? Or Right? Are they going to use that? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I wonder the, how they're going to use it. You know, it. it's a quick flash and Luke's igniting the green and kicking butt and then Boba gets shot 
Now, flies into the pit. I don't and think the barge falls. No, I don't think you'll see okay. things that we've seen before, like specific exact shots, because that'll. I think that'll be a little bit jarring for us to see in the Mando world. But I think they can reenact some of the things, like they can. That's CGI. what I'm saying. So they, they, well, CG, they, they splice the foot. You know, like in Cobra Kai when they show right, right a flashback. Yeah, it's just I don't a think quick little thing. I don't think they're gonna. They, they will do that in Star Wars. I don't think you're gonna get original footage in in the Mando. I'm saying they'll CGI the barge falling in and blowing up and maybe Boba Fett climbing out of it. Okay. But you're not going to see okay. Luke igniting the green. We're not going to get that whole... I could be wrong. Yeah. What was that, Eric? Well, we won't have old footage. I mean... No, we I, won't have... Yeah. The, the Cobra Kai uh, comparison is a good is a good parallel, but I just yeah. don't... I just don't see them doing yeah, it. I don't see I think visually, it. there's such a strong difference between mm. uh, what it looks like as far as like color composition and all that, mm-hmm. it, okay. they, they, they wouldn't do it. It would stick out really weird. Yeah. That's what I would be worried about. And it'd be really jarring and be like, Oh wait, you can totally tell the difference, but it'd be so rad if we saw Sarlacc pick go in and, and Dave's whole little rundown actually happen. That'd be awesome. Well, thanks Dave. Appreciate it, buddy. We got another email here. Email for Robert from Rancho. Let's take it away. Hello, everyone on the Sith list. First off, the Mandalorian delivered yet again. Wow. Two things I was wondering about. Would you rather see Boba Fett don his armor again or have the Mandalorian melt it and make a child set of make the child oh, a set of oh, armor? That's an easy shit. answer. <laughs> also, just wanted to throw out a recommendation of another show that I think it's pretty cool and to help pass the time until the next chapter of the Mandalorian comes out. It is on Amazon Prime and it's called Utopia. Ding, ding, ding. I watched that show just to say. Oh, he thought it was Boo. Pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. I think Boo talked about it it briefly two weeks ago. And since he wasn't here last week, I was interested to see if he finished it and what he thought about it. It is one of those shows that really makes you think, especially how the season ends. Hope all is well with everybody and have a good night. From Robert and Rancho Cucamonga. Nice, Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. Do we think, King Tom, do you think that armor will be melted down and made a little mini version for the child. Be the well, I think the world. first we have to figure out if it's Beskar or not. Yeah. Cause um, it would suck if it melts and it just disintegrates. It's a bullshit yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not think that, but I like that idea. How cool with a little Mandalorian baby Yoda would be. Oh my God. Boo. What do you think? Oh, come on. That'd be, and it's still green. You know, that'd be the shit. Be so cute. Be adorable. Oh yeah. It is green. The greatest thing in the world. You got a little, you got a little jet, jet pack and a little rocket, a little mini rock. Oh my god! Uh, everybody would be green with envy. Oh, <laughs> adorable. Uh, he'd he'd be better than the Mandalorian. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate that, chuckle. buddy. That's my brand of humor. So yeah, I know. You I know. nailed it. We're, we're on the same. King Tom, look. King Tom just went. Ah. Uh. King Tom's like, I'd rather be at work. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I I think. Um, I think it'd be great, man. I, I wouldn't want to see Boba Fett's gear be melted, but hey, we thought Boba Fett was dead and that gear was gone forever. So now at least um, maybe they can put it to use. What do you think about that show again? Less, uh, Utopia? Yeah, it's, I'm not finished, but it's pretty damn cool. So yeah, I, I it's it's awesome. It is a good show. I recommend everybody getting in on it. Great. It's on Amazon Prime. Last email. Email from Avery. Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Thanks for the shout out last week for my own show. It's still in the infancy, but you and the rest of the podcast really inspired me to get started. So thank you again. Miss Boo's Bits last episode, but still a good time. Really? You miss Boo's Bits? 
Uh, they always miss the bits. Ugh. Now <laughs> on to Mando season two. The biggest takeaway from the Marshall for me was that Timothy Oliphant crushed it as Cobb Van. And the crate Dragon was wicked cool. And I dug the Dune slash Tremors vibe. That's true. Tremors. It, I, it totally I got a Tremors did give feel. a Dune Tremors vibe. Good call. And of course, there was the reveal of Tamara Morrison as the Fett himself at the end of the episode. So my question are the following. Will we see more Boba this season? And will he become an ally of Din Djarin and attempt to earn back his armor? Also, do you think there will be tutorials on how to speak Tuscan after this? Take care and stay safe out there, fellas. Banter on. And that was from Avery. That Let me tell you, Avery, that the, when they were talking Tuscan Raider, when talking Sam people, threw me off quite a bit because it just kept going and it was just so odd. <laughs> And it's like, okay, like cut it down a little bit. And it just went on and on and on and on. I was like, oh, okay. Only fault I had in the episode. Too much Tuscan Raider speak. Well, I'm not intolerant of foreign yeah, languages I, was about to say. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's where you, how you are, that's cool. I get it. If it I isn't mean, English, I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Go I'm back to your country. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I liked about it, because I can see your point of view. Uh, it's wrong, but I can see it. The uh, <laughs> But no, what I liked about it is that it emphasized the humanity of them, that they're they're not monsters. They're not savages. They're just a, a race that we don't understand what they're saying, but probably in the same way that they don't always understand what the people who speak basic or speak English are saying. I thought that they that did well to drive that point home that this whole galaxy doesn't all revolve around dudes who know how to speak this language. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. You have your opinions out of mine. I know. <laughs> I don't know about that part of it, but they did make a deal, big deal this season and last season when they showed them that they had people who spoke ASL. Yes. American Sign Language as the actors for those roles. And I'd be curious to know how That's similar cool. their That's signs cool. are to the signs in ASL. That's pretty rad. I didn't know that. That's really cool. We're teaching Malik that right now. We're teaching him when he wants more food, he does this for more. This is enough. Yeah, this is enough. And then he goes like this, and he flips yeah, exactly. it off. And it's really this is uh daddy's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, this is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he does, he hasn't even seen friends, but he does the whole friends, like fuck you thing. Yeah. I thought it was this. You watch Friends? That's you said the you never only watched fucking Friends, thing huh? I remember from Are you a secret show? Friends watcher? I never watched Friends. Wow. Except for that 10 seconds. Have you taught okay. him how to throw the horns yet? Not yet. That's coming, though. Throw the horns. Now it's time to get into some pop culture stuff. Finally. Big moment of sound for a legendary actor. Sean Connery died over this last week and uh, died at the age of 90. Um, he had dementia. He's been sick for a while. Um, the Oscar winner stands as many... As a fan favorite, his, his portrayal as James Bond, considered one of the greatest James Bonds ever. Also, Indiana Jones' Last Crusade, The Untouchables, The Man Who Could Be King, died in the Bahamas. And I know, King Tom, you're a big 007 fan. I'm a big Sean Connery fan. Unfortunately, you're forgetting the away. greatest characters he's ever played. What's that? Ramirez. Ramirez in what? Highlander. Oh, Highlander. My bad. I didn't think about Highlander. Zardos. Okay, I was no, thinking no, no. about all his good. We're not going to do that. We're going to we're going to talk about how he is Juan Villalobos Sanchez Ramirez, and he is a badass in that series. Simple as that. All right. Yeah, that didn't stand out to me. One second. So he spent the last last of his days in the Bahamas. His last like twenty years in the Bahamas with his that wife. Is a 
fantastic way to die. Hit it. Yeah. Oh, was that a was that a Sean Connery? Mm, maybe. Maybe. I think as a tribute to him, everybody's got to do a Connery. You already did yours. No. No, I, I have a joke. God though. damn it! I have a joke. Close though. your door if you're gonna Don't come in. Do that. <laughs> I have a joke though. Yeah, go ahead. Sean Connery's death left everybody shaken. Not stirred, but not stirred. <laughs> well done. Well done. It's too early for that though. I have to edit that out. It's either you laugh or you cry. King Tom. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Let oh. my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Wow. That's See, pretty good. I am so happy that we did this because I didn't know you had that talent. Can you that's, do the rest of the episode like that? That's really good. <laughs> my Charlemagne. Just, just wait till we get to Naboo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I loved him in The Untouchables. Oh, he was fantastic. He's so good. Oh, he ruled in that movie. He's so man. good. Oh, he's so good. I, was, I love when he told, uh, what's his name? The the young cop. He's like, Kevin. check the gun already? Andy Garcia? Yeah, Andy Garcia. He's like, check the gun already? Is it clean? Does it work? Yeah, he's like, to put it the fuck down then. Did we mention- You're annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> Did we mention The Rock? No. Oh, the yes. Rock. Oh, yes, my God. Rock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you go down the list. He's- just incredible. Harrison Ford had a, uh, a comment. He talked to Variety. They asked him uh, about his time with Sean Connery and Indiana Jones. And he said that he was my father, not in real life, obviously, but in Indy 3. You don't know the pleasure until someone pays you to take Sean Connery for a ride in the sidecar of a Russian motorcycle bouncing along a bumpy, twisty mountain trail and getting to watch him squirm. God, we had fun. If he's in heaven, I hope they have golf courses. Rest in peace, dear friend. I thought that was really nice. Mr. Connery, I hope you're drinking a martini shake and not stir, driving Aston Martin. And an awesome katana, please. Is it a Highlander thing again? Oh, yeah. Dude, are you not hip to the Highlander? No, I'm not. Thank you. I'm not. Please, Eric, when I said Highlander, I'm like, okay, this is, it's as metal as it gets, dude. This it's has got to be, it's I need cool. Eric to back me up on this. Bro. Dude, movie, I, great. Series, great. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. How did you wait? How did you Queen? I'm, Queen does the soundtrack to the first one. Yeah, they're a great band. Yeah. I, did, I didn't watch Highlander. I mean, and I there was Highlander. their theme. They got to use it for the TV show too, which I always yes, wondered what that cost. That yeah, to I do. probably heard a the theme. Load. I probably heard the theme. Here we are, princes born to be yeah. kings. Born, yep. But uh, there's a great episode awesome. that Roger Daltrey's in. Oh, okay. Uh, the, oh, dude, it's so good because you know the Highlander, they're immortals, mm-hmm. right? Well, <laughs> Roger Daltrey's character is, oh my God, he's so spot on with it. But what he is, he's a huge womanizer. No. Oh. And so they, they can be killed, so to speak, but unless they're beheaded yeah. by a Highlander, they don't really die. Oh, and so okay. what he does is he marries these chicks and when he can't take it anymore, he poisons himself. They have a funeral, and then he wakes up a couple days later in the crypt and just goes off to the next adventure. Yes. Awesome. Dude, yes. see, that That sounds fantastic. Yes. I'm going to have to watch this now. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, that's rad. That's, that's great. Just just watch Highlander 1, and, and High, Highlander 2 is questionable, but it's still good. It's still pretty good. Uh, haven't you ever wondered, like, you hear Hawes doing his whole impression of... Yeah, like, I hear it all the time. I, hear, I see it in pop cult, in the world of pop culture all yeah. the time, and um, I don't know what the fuck's it about, but so, but I, like, I'm interested, so maybe it's something I uh, need to get into. Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. King Tom, you a Highlander fan? I saw him a long time ago. I liked him. I, I don't 
I'm not as into it as Eric or Les, but I could definitely appreciate him. Okay. Thank okay. You. Boo, you haven't seen it, right? Maybe we'll watch uh, it again. It's been years. Oh, yeah. you have seen him? Yeah, but I, I don't remember oh. shit. It was, I saw it when I was a kid. And I, Sean Connery's all character. All I saw was like, oh, Sean Connery. And that was it. Yeah. Sean uh, Connery's yeah. character, Ramirez, is freaking. Um, he's in the. I would put him in the Mount Rushmore of all the other. Like, you have Obi Wan. You got to have Ramirez up there. Just in this science fiction fantasy, he goes. Really? That character for me goes in the in my top ten. Okay, sure. cool. That, that pumps me up. I'm gonna watch it. Email. You know, we have an email from Dan, and this uh, is for King Tom. Well, dear Sithless guys, found out that King Tom's alter ego, Tom King, created a DC comic called Mister Miracle. I thought he was a sh- for Marvel. I guess we were all duped. I included for the proof. link for proof. Tom King. Okay. He didn't create. Tom King's got some awesome stuff. Oh, so you know Tom King. Okay. So we don't need to. Of course, King Tom does. I I know because he 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 does DC. So I really haven't read any of his stuff, but there's another writer named Tom Taylor. Yes. Who does stuff for Marvel and DC. And I follow him on Twitter because I think he's done some great stuff. He's also done some Star Wars. And I guess people get the two of them confused all the time. All the time. And oh, so there's okay. a lot of like Twitter banter back and forth between the two of them. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So it's not you. You're not a real DC. No, I'm not. Shill. Not a shill. Okay. I'm a shill. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not a self-hating shill. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Dan fucking Summers, because that's what he wrote. AKA Darth Bane's secretary. That's great. Uh, appreciate it. Keep the emails coming. Appreciate that, man. Darth Bane's secretary. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that is good. Um, Hellraiser slash films reported that Hellraiser is bringing Clive Barker back as a executive producer, which I thought was great for, especially during Halloween time. We should talk about it. Hellraiser is one of the freakiest films from back in the day. And they're bringing the, one of the freakiest dudes back to help guide them the right way. Right. Well, how can you do it without him? And I'm, I'm leaning to that. All right. Boo, are you ready for some boo bits? Uh, Mando took over a majority of this episode, but I think we're really... Just dying for some bits. Dying for some, some fuzzy bits. boo bits. Some fuzzy bits. Ugh, still weirds me out. All right. So wait, 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 well, first of all, before we get into fuzzy bits, what's your gripe with us with Nabu? I thought we did an excellent job. I of, think he vented no, already. Talking no, about he's no, he didn't. I stopped him. I stopped him. Uh, no, shoulders. He, yeah, because you guys are think it's a joke. What I do every week. I don't for think this it's show. A joke. It's funny. Huh? It's all funny games. <laughs> nah, nah. I really appreciate Nabu, man. I think you I said you better. carried the show for yeah. the last Damn few episodes. Damn fucking right. Man. Few so, episodes. Yeah. Months now. That's what you I'm saying, man. Okay. Shit. I would like to give a, a sincere moment of gratitude <laughs> for... I'm, I'm serious. I am serious for this. A segment that has entertained and enlightened enlightened is the word huh yeah i don't and, know about given us given us things <laughs> it, to talk about and think about and i really have to say each other no this is i am being i am i am being as sincere as i can be from the bottom <laughs> of my heart i want to thank you to the, the person who makes this all possible steel saunders <laughs> there you thank go. you for giving yeah. us nabu exactly steel saunders <laughs> Uh, thank you Steel. all thanks to be all thanks to Steel. your fault Steel. <laughs> all thanks to Steel. thank you Steel. this is your justin bieber <laughs> that's good uh, I, we did miss it last week it didn't seem like it i know we didn't really it didn't seem like it no okay so give us some boo bits boo yeah. oh yeah now now you want my bits yeah oh, all in your face great. your kibbles and bits damn fucking right <laughs> all right so my first bit is from thr scarlett johansson will star in a24's bride 
The film follows The Bride of Frankenstein. Johansson says it's long overdue for The Bride to step out of the shadow of her male counterpart and stand alone. Good for her. It's going to be on Apple TV or Apple TV Plus, whatever the fuck it's called. I read a really good article on The Hollywood Reporter about Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein movie that never happened. Mm-hmm. And he had some sketch drawings. It looked pretty rad. He would do a man. great job. Can you imagine that? him doing it? They still need to make him do it. They still, oh, uh, not make him, but have him do it. Either way, you cannot pass up a horror guy like Guillermo del Toro that wants to do see, but any of the classics. He's not a whore. Yeah. See, no, but that's the thing. Like, speaking of del Toro's, uh, Benicio del Toro, he did The Wolfman. That was fantastic. You like that movie? Loved it. It's garbage. No, I loved it. I, I not a modern take, but a, I didn't see it. I'm messing oh, with you. <laughs> not a modern take, but you know, just a retelling of you know, essentially the same story, but just seeing it with you know newer characters and things like that. Awesome. Okay, I would love to see all these horror movies. You know, was it the Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein? You know, the Bride of Frankenstein. Well, they the were gonna, mummy. They were going to do like all that. The mummy. Was it was going to be no, no, fuck that one. That it was, was gonna, stupid. It was going to be the MonsterVerse. Remember? Yeah, Doctor Jack. I have always wanted to see it. A legit Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde movie. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Another Scarlett Johansson news. I, I'm pretty sure this is from the same article from uh, THR. Mm-hmm. This is actually kind of, I don't know, not scary, but, you know, kind of with the times, a little interesting, I'd say. Hollywood agents are steering their white or male clients away from projects that could cause Twitter backlash. Really? Twitter is the sole fear of the studios. We do not want to spend uh, spend our clients' time on projects that studios are going to shy away from. So one one example of was Scarlett Johansson in um, Ghost in the Shell. Mm, okay, I get things it. like that yeah. where she got major backlash. Other examples, you know, they gave, but I, I don't have them here. But everybody knows something where they're like, "Well, wait a minute, why is X white person here doing this when it should be this?" person right why, be this why person. is this character playing that person exactly gotcha. gotcha exactly so it's it's interesting. so is it is it helping is this is all going to lead or lead to more diversity in or Hollywood? that's why i said it could be scary or interesting it could lead to more diversity or just less content in general yeah that's right. that that was my fear when i read that i was like well they ain't making shit no let's and see how stubborn the are the studios exactly. yeah, i was gonna say what the twitter that backlash would be if they stop making shit because they don't want to but you can have but you can have be diverse yeah but, but yeah, i think it's easier for them just to not make it than run the risk of having backlash but, so that that was my i, I read that backlash, and i was like they're not making anything but i would say someone would finally call them out and be like you know where's you guys producing shit mm-hmm. oh you don't want your yeah 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 something else lakeith stanfield oh, i love mm-hmm. him fantastic will star as the first african samurai in a netflix anime series Yasuke, and that's coming out 2021, Netflix. Very cool. Something else is coming from Netflix. Adam Sandler, he has that he, contract. He pretty much owns yeah. Netflix. Yeah. So Adam Sandler will star Netflix, The Spaceman of Bohemia. It, uh, it will be directed by Chernobyl's Johan Rennick and produced by Channing Tatum. The story mm-hmm. follows an astronaut sent to deep space to collect mysterious ancient dust. Meanwhile, a, cur- a creature stows away on the ship. It doesn't say whether it's funny. I would assume it is. But who the fuck knows? I think you're safer to say I would assume it's intended to be. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh-huh. It sounds like a horror <laughs> film. Good. Very, very true. Sandler in space. I don't think we've ever seen that. Dude, here's the thing. I love my early memories of Adam Sandler. So do I, dude. On SNL. And then Happy Gilmore was his pinnacle. 
And even his stupid HBO special where he uh, like perform live did it was all music i went to that i went to that tour but dude since then it's just been so rough (laughs) still funny still funny yeah but okay sandler in space yes sandler in space that's all you need to fucking know with with some other creature i'll watch it yeah uh, uh, what is it? Did you guys listen or did you guys not listen? Do you guys talk about uh, Assassin's Creed series on Netflix? A live action? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no real details, nothing of when, where, who, or anything, but the basics of what you need to know, the Assassin's Creed games, that concept is going to be put on a live action show on Netflix. That no, sounds great. No timeline, no when it's coming out, nothing like that. But just that small sentence. I think this is fucking incredible. Well, they tried the movie, right? Yeah, it was, it was kind of mad. It was crap. It was it was a cool idea, but just it was too much into itself and not into what more you need from the Assassin's yeah. Creed world. But I think this is awesome, awesome shit. And the so, next Assassin's Creed is going to be Valhalla. Yes, and that what is it? It's uh, was it the Barbarians versus the Roman Empire? Yeah, can't wait for that. It actually, comes out this month, very soon. This month, November tenth. There you go. Wow. More on the Netflix gravy train. Netflix acquires Born to Be Murdered, starring uh, John David Washington and mm-hmm. Alicia Vikander. The oh. thriller follows a va- a vacationing couple who fall prey to a violent conspiracy with tragic consequences. Produced by Luca Brazzi. Uh, sure yeah that's what it looks like i'm not even gonna i'm sorry i'm not even gonna try that and it's gonna be released in 2021 let's see here <laughs> yeah let's i actually watched the godfather last night that's funny oh, i love that movie yeah that's great brian tyree henry joins brad pitt aaron taylor johnson in sony's bullet train the film follows five sniper assassins uh, wow. fighting each other on a train really fast train too i fucking hope so uh that's from deadline um, but, it, but they already made the movie called Wanted. Ah, uh, well, yeah, th- yeah. this one doesn't have Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That was a good movie. Oh, that was very good. Oh, key question. So the studio that, that's been making a lot of these horror movies that made uh, Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. What is that studio is that called? Bloomhouse? Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse. You, you, you two are right. Anybody else? What, what is it? Bloomhouse. Blumhouse. Bingo. It's, I learned that recently. It's Blumhouse? It's Blumhouse. Not to me, it's not. I know. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. It'll so, always be Blumhouse to me. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. That's probably the best boo bit ever. Yeah, you like that shit? Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I was a not boo right you now. You guys get an education <laughs> on the show. So speaking of Blumhouse, they're releasing a Halloween children's book based on the OG film. Wow. Oh, really? Halloween. Yeah, actually, uh, I saw Halloween. the preview, by the way, of the Halloween. That might actually Halloween be like kills. a collector's item for Halloween adults, kills. though, in all honesty. It looks like. Uh, they, I'm going to get Malik some, that uh, thing. That'd be funny. They have some you know, little little uh, images and stuff like that. It looks pretty good. It looks it, It's a children's book, but it looks pretty cool. New details on uh, James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. Over 100 sets were built, most ever for Warner Brothers film. Has special effects shots that. I have no idea what that is. I'm sorry. There's a lot of special effects shots. I just can't read that. And then the C- a sequel is definitely possible, it says, and that's from Empire. Well, I, the people that have watched it, there are very few, are raving about mm-hmm. it. And James Gunn is just so excited for everybody to watch it. So, mm-hmm. And some very cool news this month, uh, something to perk up, I guess, you know, if you're down or distracted by many other things. No more Naboo on this podcast? No, 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 no. You're not, not that lucky. 
the Daredevil rights have officially returned to Marvel ah, Studios. Yes. This month. Very cool. Yes. With, so nobody knows that they haven't talked about or done but they anything. They can start making they, Daredevil stuff. They can legally start saying it. Let's put it that oh, way. That's yeah. cool. And Punisher's about a year away, right? Uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, now with, uh, with COVID-19 hitting, who knows? But, Punisher's about two years away, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. And that is uh, all my boo bits. Well, thank you, man. Yeah. We missed those bits. Yeah, you you better. All right. I think that wraps up this episode. We end it with some bits. Always. Mr. Shrothers, where can people find you throwing up the horns in a very safe way? (laughs) Well, safe. I I don't know. You better not come to any of my gigs. (laughs) Check out my other podcasts, The the Bad Motivators, and check uh, out what I'm up to on Twitter at Eric Strothers. Nice. Mr. Tom Chansky, the man who needs some rest and some sleep. I can tell right now he is dying a slow death. Stretching before the next episode of The Sith List. <laughs> oh boy. Tom Chansky on Twitter and then Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and The Bad Motivators. Maximum circulation. His, his podcast? Yes. <laughs> Boo, where can people find you stretching? Other than watching us on YouTube. <laughs> the funny thing is I do stretch a lot. Like I stretch at work. I stretch at home. I Stretching is a is a normal thing for I've me. I've seen you do the splits. Ooh, no, I don't stretch that. That's that's never been a good thing for me. Find me stretching. You never that. stretched that, huh? No. <laughs> Sorry, Brittany. <laughs> ah, not the most limber mofo, sadly. <laughs> I stretch a lot, but nothing happens to it. Um, uh, what is it? You can find me on Twitter at the Sith Lisbo. Nice, Mister Gonzalez. Where can people hear you crunching and crunching? And tapping away uh, and clicking and clacketing. It's just a mouse click, and I do have a touch screen. So there we go. Jab, 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 jab. No more taps. But you can find me on Twitter at lessismore 78 And you can find me at The Sithless. Check us out on YouTube for some Mando first reaction breakdowns. Six in the morning. And we'll catch you next week on <laughs> at six in the morning. That's right. Bright and early. Uh, we'll catch you next week on episode number 223 of The Sithless. Yeah, you need to check me into
check. We're gonna have to break it, break it, break it down. sit here and give you a point by point rundown what's so funny giggles well fucking boofer he's on video this is going on youtube bro i got an email we're gonna have to start getting our hair done somebody saying oh yeah what i'm i stopped scratching my balls this you started off last week's video of this like this for five minutes like this yeah i gotta get a good stretch in it just stuck like you're frozen dude you can't podcast if you're not limbered up Exactly. Booze, oh, right. Praise Christ. Oh, we, praise we need to start doing vocal exercises uh, before yeah, ex- we start ex- recording. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> should. Well, we'll get it out of the way before we start. <laughs> oh, we well, then we, we didn't have time and nobody else wanted to participate, so I got to do it in my own time. <laughs> this Eric, meanwhile, Eric hates all of us. Yeah. Sorry. That's Eric. not sorry. true. Right. Really sorry. Man. There's one right. of you that I'll yeah, let. There's, there's, there's one of us. We won't know, but there's one of us.